0: What's goody, my fellow constituents? He is I. I am him. It is me, Tori Richmond, A.K.A. T. Rich. Uh, <clears throat> you, some of y'all might be familiar with me from being in uh, the uh, overall multi-talented collective known as Tough Crowd, and uh, I'm also one third of the Cliff Notes Radio podcast, which you can check out on all streaming services. Um, that goes for apple podcast spotify soundcloud we're also on youtube as well so make sure y'all check that shit out like us follow us share it comment let everybody know what's going on uh, and make sure you get into it. Um, <clears throat> but uh this is my own little um uh, I, I like to consider it as like an audio journal you know like a like a self-help self-empowerment uh, mind-opening audio journal I don't like to consider it a podcast because at the moment i'm still dealing with putting this all together like i, I gotta give me a good mic um, right now i'm doing this off my phone so i definitely gotta get me a better mic and you know my, get, get my computer situated and everything so y'all make sure y'all bear with me on this because it is a work in progress um i do want to give y'all some good content but you know just i'm it, it's still in the beginning stages of this so. Soon enough, you know, we'll have everything rolling. Out. Um but um right now like this is this is a this is really my fourth entry into this. I put one up uh last week in light of the whole situation with Mr. George Floyd him, you know, having been murdered. Uh, hands of law enforcement. First of all, let me, let me give a shout out, and so let me say rest in peace to our good brother George Floyd, uh, not a perfect individual, but didn't deserve to die that day. Um, I also want to give acknowledgement to uh, Ms. Breonna Taylor and our brother Ahmaud Aubrey. Um, all three um, have died at the hands of um, you know, wicked, racist individuals. And uh, I'm actually recording this on the day of our good sister Brianna Taylor's uh, birthday. So uh, happy birthday to you, sweetie! And uh, uh, we hope you rest in peace. Uh, shout outs to all of her family. And um, <clears throat> you know, I just I, I got to give a quick acknowledgement to those people because um, there's a long list of individuals that I can add to this list along with them. Um, they just so happen to be the notable individuals. Um, with everything that's going on in the world right now um and uh you know just just going back to topic um you know being that um the sound on the last episode i tried to enter was uh, the sound wasn't right and because um, you know i i, I still got to get better equipment i didn't like the sound and uh, i felt like it was very lengthy and i don't want to bore y'all to death with my loose banter and, and boring ideas not so popular ideas that's why this is called the unpopular dominion podcast because some of the shit i talk about is not gonna be as popular so you know um i, I try to keep it as brief and concise as possible um and I, i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try not to make these as lengthy um so you know given With everything that's transpired over the last week, I did want to incorporate some of the things that I was hitting on last week, as well as everything that's going on uh, as of today, you know, with the protests and the indictment of the four Minneapolis police officers. Shout out to them. Shout out to actually shout out to Minnesota State for actually elevating the charge on um, that wicked racist gentleman, Mr. Derek Chauvin, and uh, his associates. Because um, you know they, you know there there comes a time where we have to start holding these people accountable for the shit that they do. Because it's blatant racism now. Back in the day, it was blatant, but all you could do is really just cry and say we shall overcome. Nowadays, we have uh, we have the capabilities to out these motherfuckers in the acts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is a blessing. It's, it's truly a blessing. Um, but at the same time, um, all four gentlemen are charged, and so far. It looks like a battle we've won, but at the moment I'm trying my best not to get excited and I don't feel like we as a people should be excited about this small battle that has been won so far Uh, because right now we're kind of at the waiting game and what I mean by the waiting game is being at... Situations like this are becoming ever more common. Um, You know, it seems like it's almost routine nowadays where an unarmed black man or black woman is being abused and assaulted by police. And the situation often escalates to a point to where these police are just flat out murdering people, unarmed people, people that don't even pose a threat and it's, it's so routine now and it seems like whenever we just, we go out and protest and, and you know, the, the whole and, and it, it just seems like the, the protest just leads to an indictment and the waiting game ensues and then the trial starts and then once the sentencing comes everyone's on edge and then when we don't get the verdict that we desired, it, it it seems like Such a deflating thing to hear You know, I can remember years back um, You know, the whole Trayvon Martin Verdict came in And niggas was stunned Like niggas was in such dismay Niggas didn't know what they was gonna do next I mean, yeah A few protests happened A little uprising, you know But then everything went back to normal days later now what I can say with this particular situation, it does seem like the voice was much louder, the message was much more clear, and it seemed like the the world was in an uproar. Like this was this was an uproar on a global scale, which is fucking dope. Personally, the way I feel, I think that's fucking dope. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's still a waiting game at the moment because I don't want to set myself up to get disappointed and get super excited, like, yeah, we're going we to get justice. you know? Because I realize what kind of establishment I'm under. So, um, a couple of things um, I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them would be like, you know discussing the marches and discussing who our allies is another one would be accountability Um, but but starting with the first one it's like um you you know looking at all the protests and looking at everything that's going on um with the the so-called peaceful um you know there's many different intangibles that go into a protest um we know that there are people that are going to these protests that have different agendas that have different goals and you know there are just some outright rotten people at these marches with us and that's when i one, one thing i want to address to us the blacks um we, we have to be more cognizant of how we march and who we are bringing to the march. Now, some of us know some outright rotten people. Some of us know some people that are, you know, they, we, we're coming off a global pandemic, like people have been stuck in the house for three months and, you know, people are just outright angry. So when I see a protest of this magnitude starting to form, it was only a matter of time Until you start seeing destruction You start seeing the looting You know what I'm saying You start seeing the violence unfold And Black folks I just want us to know like, I, Well I want y'all to know That I'm not mad at y'all I'm not mad at none of the violence I'm not mad at none of the fucking The, the, the destruction The fires The burning shit down I'm not mad at none of the violence. Now, I'm saying there, there, there's a limit to what you should be doing. You know, we all got to have a limit. You don't want to do no shit we know we can't come back from. But at the same time, like, know what, what your limit is. Like, know, okay, if you came to steal, don't get fucking greedy. Because when you get greedy is when you get caught. I don't want to see none of y'all go to jail. Because this all stemmed from a peaceful protest. Now, the people that's out there doing their protest and fighting to get the message across, I commit you 100%. But the people that came into the protest with ill intentions and you came with motives to do everything else but protest, like, honestly, bro, you're useless. I understand what you're doing, but that's, that's not what we came here for. The, the, we came to get the message across. So while I feel you and I understand you and I'm not mad at you, I'm saying your, what your mentality and everything you came to do is not conducive to what we're trying to accomplish. And one thing we also have to be cognizant of is like, I, I saw some very diverse groups of people at these marches. And I just want people to understand like y'all not the only ones tearing up shit black folk who i'm talking to like y'all not the only ones fucking up shit and we have to understand that letting these crowds be so diverse like everybody can't come to the cookout but that's one thing where we fail like we I, i think that's one of the reasons black folks we always dead last Because we're so inviting We we, we love to let everybody Tag along with our plight You know with our pain And we love letting everybody Feel like they can be um, You know They can be one with us But a lot of these motherfuckers Ain't really concerned with our pain Or our plight Some people just want to tag along to go and fuck shit up Make us look bad Further villainize us So you know We gotta be cognizant of that too We gotta stop Looking for this white sympathy I I personally don't find it useful To our To our plight To what we trying to do I don't You being out there marching with us Yeah that's fine and shit But some of y'all was out there On that same rotten shit Trying to break glasses Burn cars up, spray painting shit that ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Stop spray painting Black Lives Matter. Y'all was just doing the all uh, the All Lives Matter a few years ago. Stop spray painting that shit on top of, of, of cars, on, on buildings, and all. Stop doing that. Cause some of y'all motherfuckers are the same people that was coming out the very next day with sponges and brooms and mobs and spray bottles. Trying to clean up the city, acting like, okay, this is gonna negate everything, all that bullshit I was on yesterday. Stop, don't do that. Stay at home. Joey, Chandler, Ross, Karen. Y'all can stay at home, like, honestly. Now, if you do want to come out and you want some positive shit and you want to help us lead the charge, they do that. that's fine. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to tell to us black folks is, you know, we, we gotta learn how to filter that shit out. I, I, we spoke on this last night um, on the uh, the Cliff Notes Radio podcast, and um, you know, I was just telling them, like it's I, I know we have to be cognizant and we can't filter out everything. We we, we can't, there's no way for us to be like, no, you can't be a part of. it Sorry, my friend, but you can't do that. You can't. You can't. You you got to go somewhere else. You got to fight this for another way. And, and to be honest Like that Y'all Being down On the front lines with us That doesn't really impress me too much To be honest If, if you really down for, for Trying to You know Combat racism do it, do it from another angle Like if you're a lawyer Colin I need you to To work on getting some shit done Legally, come on, Chandler. Like, if you, if you, if you, if you got that law degree and you want to change some policies, I need you to do it in, from that perspective. Like, I need you to do it in that way. I don't need you down on the front lines because you're you screaming at people with us is not gonna help nothing. You want to impress me, do some shit on the internal side. So you know that that's that's where I am with that. I get it, I get it. Y'all just wanna help. But there's ways that you can help black folks and it's it's not in the ways that you envision. Help us another way. I I honestly it's it's there there are times where I feel like sometimes we don't we don't understand the things that we want. Like I, I think we don't understand the establishment of this country we as black folks, we, we don't realize like our, we, we weren't taken into consideration during the forming of this country. This country was built on our backs, but we don't, we, I think we fail to realize like this fight for equality is always gonna be a losing battle because they don't want to look at us as equal. Talk about the establishment. Now granted, there's some white folks that, you know, uh, that are of our same generation. That we feel like, you know, that maybe they're, they're against racism just as much as we are. But a lot of them come from families um, that were once slave owners. We got to understand that. I'm not holding that against white people at all. If you truly are against racism, tr- racism cool. But don't be mad to me when I understand the establishment of this. Like, I understand you know, the Civil War. Like I study shit like that. I study uh, how, you know, our our men were, were, we volunteered to fight a battle for a country that was never gonna look at us as equal. And I understand that because I know it would have been a conflict of interest to consider you equal to me. Like when you think of white supremacy, Um, And you think of the word racist, you think of the word race, it's really um, an ideology. I can't remember who was the one that coined the phrase race, but it's really an ideology of social standards and, and class and seeing which ethnic group could be the superior race. So everything was a race to see who could come into power and be the most superior. Everything was a race.
1: So that's
0: why I say economically to consider a black man equal to you as a white person is a conflict of interest. Why would I want you to be in the same university as me? Why would I want you to go to the same high school as me? Which is why I say to you Chandler like or Joey, or Ross, or any one of our, you know, our white comrades that say they're for the cause. uh, I, I need you, if you want to impress me, I need you to do something about that building that doesn't want black people working for that corporation. I need you to do something about why black men are disproportionately taking over the prison system. That's, that will impress me. That goes a long way with me. So, you know, when I, when I look at, <clears throat> when I look at this establishment and I look at this illusion of inclusion, I feel like the establishment has given us just enough to make us feel like, like we can get a piece of the American dream. Like they, they let a few black people get rich and we feel like, well, okay, well, there's hope for me too. I could be a Jay-Z. I could be a Kanye West. I could be a LeBron James, a Oprah
1: Winfrey. You know,
0: they make you see, they make you feel like you could be a Steve Harvey or somebody. Like, you know, when we think of, you know, <clears throat> all these rich black people, like, we think of wealth. We think that wealth can be achieved. and we, that that gives us a false sense of equality
1: we feel like if we
0: can go to an Ivy League school and go out and get a corporate job like we we made but we haven't made it as a whole you going to an Ivy League school and getting a doctor's a master's and then getting a, a 100k a year job or becoming a successful entrepreneur that doesn't adversely affect black people so, you know, that's, that's that illusion of inclusion that I'm talking about. And that illusion of inclusion, I think the catalyst for that shit that made, really made people feel like we could be equal is in 2008. Because up until that point, there was no way that, that people really felt that they could ever be on par and on the same level playing field as our white counterparts. Nobody felt that until 2008, and even with that, that shit kind of crashed and burned because we never really made too much progress after that. So you know, when I when I hear people with the, with this whole protest and we want change and we want well, how do we achieve change? Because you could tell me hitting the booths hitting the voting boost in november it could affect a lot of change and i'm with that if you if you can present to me a situation that makes me convinced that this might give us a little bit of leverage in this country then i'm with that because right about now it's for me i'm kind of at that point where i'm trying to figure out like where do we go from here That, that's what I'm trying to figure out Because we, we're done We're at the stage We we, we got what we wanted we, we got the guys indicted Now the waiting game happens The trial The verdict Say we don't get the verdict that we desire Where do we go after that? That's the real question Because I don't want to be sitting here A couple years from now And we going through this all over again where do we go from here? What what have, has to be done? All right, we gonna all hit the polls? That's cool. We could do that. I'm actually, I, I've actually been considering like going back and like voting just locally. Cause I choose not to put my faith in mainstream politics. You know, that, that blind faith in 2008 that I had as a youngster. I didn't care about nothing else. I didn't care about who was on the Senate, who was running for council. And, you know, the house represented none of that. I didn't care about propositions. All I saw on that ballot was a brown man with a nice smile, and I said, "Give me him." So I, that's why I say, like, when I when I think of, you know, what can we, where do we go from here? It's like, how can we affect change? Okay, let's let's look at voting. I know for a fact now That I'm older And much mature And I've examined Our situation I think Okay We only make But a small Like like a small part Of the population We're not in the majority Okay I refuse to call us minorities Because we're not Fucking minor It's poor white folks It's poor Asian folks It's poor Hispanics It's poor black folks so to call us a minority, no, we're not a minority because when you look at shit on a global scale, black folks make up a large percentage of the world. We actually, in the majority, when you look at it, that you think numbers-wise. So don't call me a minority. You're thinking that I minor, I'm not minor. It's major shit about me. But going back to the whole topic of voting, I'm thinking to myself like, well, if we can affect change with voting, let, let's say every, every black person that's able Goes out and votes
1: I'm
0: not, I'm not talking about kids And I'm not talking about niggas with felonies Okay I'm saying if we all go out and vote Let's, let's say we vote for Biden Or we If, if, if Bernie would have made it We vote for Bernie Okay We all go out and vote And we still lose Trump get, get to show his ass for another four years. Like, that's, that's why I say, like, can we really affect change with voting? I'm with it if you can propose something that sounds good. I'm with it. Anything that can advance our stance in this nation, I'm, I'm with that. Let's do it. But I'm saying if we got enough people If we 40 plus million thick In this country And we gonna attack the polls But we got all the spending power In the the fucking country We spend a trillion dollars and shit Who's to say that we can't Pool our money together And affect change without voting Who's to say we can't buy A fucking politician Like I Like We can affect change around us With just our spending power we don't have to fucking hit the polls. That's just one way I look at it.
1: You know, I I,
0: I, I would I would love to say that we could we can build our own economy within this infrastructure that we in. We can start our own communities. We can have our own hotels, our own school systems. But we gotta want to. We gotta want to have that. I don't think we want it bad enough. I think a lot of us are still chasing that American dream. We still feel like we can get a piece of that American dream. We want the bands, we want the Rolex, we want the house with the picket fence. So shit, some of my brothers even want white wives, and I'm not trying to talk shit about them. But it's like, hey, if that's what you want, my brother, by all means, go and do that. But don't sit up and criticize black people after you do that. Because if your criticism about your people Outweighs your contribution To our people then, then you're useless you, you, you hustling backwards To me So you know that's that's one thing Like I feel like If, if we could all just get organized And, and assemble And move out And, and you know execute Um feel like we can get a lot done, but there has to be a paradigm shift, we have to feel like we all can get on one accord and get unified, because right now we disperse, we all got different outlooks on the world, different outlooks on the country we live in, so, you know, it means we got a lot of educated to do, you know, but like I said, I'm with whatever y'all want to do, It's a lot of people that, that look at... Law enforcement a certain way. I'm i I for one I respect law enforcement. Now I don't I don't tolerate everything they do. Like I'm willing to call them on their shit. Y'all have to start being accountable for what y'all do. If you know there's racist cops in your organization, you need to start holding them accountable. Or stop saying that there's good cops and bad cops. I had a talk with my lady recently about this situation and I was just telling her like, you know, maybe it's a bad cop situation. I don't look at it as a racist situation because I don't think all cops is racist. I think cops see it as an opportunist type thing. Like they see see a, 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 a specific ethnic group and they think, well, they don't have accountability. So I low key can get away with all this bullshit. I can act with impunity because I know he doesn't have nobody to represent him. And she was like, well, baby, that's racist.
1: That's why I can appreciate a black woman that's gonna call me on my
0: shit. Cause when I'm not thinking straight, she gonna be there and be like, well, what the fuck you talking about? Like I love that about our women. You know, so you know I I I can respect police. But I don't have to tolerate your bullshit, just like you don't have to tolerate mine. We all got to be held accountable for shit. Especially those that wear a uniform because you work in the public. So your shit, your accountability level is going to be magnified. If I let you get away with some shit today, then that means you're just going to keep on going with the bullshit because I refuse to address it. I think that's part of what this is, like, I think part of the reason why it's still a trend today, like seeing black men and women just slaughtered in the street, like they don't belong to nobody, modern day lynchings, it's part of we set that precedent, we set the precedent that you can do whatever you want to us and we honestly can't do nothing about it. It took almost two weeks of raising hell to finally get these motherfuckers indicted. That's because we refuse to create that deterrent. We refuse to create that deterrent. Like there has to be some sort of, uh, there has to be some sort of deterrent in place to make law enforcement fools I mean, for those that, that have that cynical mindset, like the wicked motherfuckers that choose to exercise their authority in a violent way acting with impunity there has to be some kind of deterrent to say okay if you decide to do this you know it's gonna come after that right there needs to be a deterrent like that we have numbers we got money Like, a deterrent is something that's supposed to make a motherfucker think about what the consequences c- c- could mean. A deterrent. My mama tells me, don't stick nothing in that motherfucking electrical socket. But no, I had to try it out for myself because her telling me wasn't enough. I try it for myself. Now, I know the potential that that electrical socket has. So, you create a deterrent. If somebody else decides to, to try their curiosity out on that wall socket now you can tell i'm like no this is what the fuck is gonna happen so you know and, and that takes a level of bravery that that, that takes um uh, it, it takes uh boldness it, it takes people that are willing to sacrifice themselves so, you know, that's why I say like, we, we have to start becoming a people that is proactive. We can't be reactive all the time. Being reactive hasn't gotten us anywhere. Like you've seen proactive people, you know, you've seen the Black Panthers, you've seen the rebellion of Harriet Tubman, you know, the, the Nat Turners that are being uh, proactive, starting to, you know, taking action before action is taken on you. You know, that, that's... I, I mean, you know, when, when people talk about revolution and, you know, going to war and all of that, well, y- y'all got to stop and think first. Are, are we in a position to go to war? We don't own anything. We don't own water systems. We don't own farms anymore. Very few of us do. I mean, we, we, agricultural is not you know ran by the black like i mean it's it's we once were farmers we work for free so it's not to say that we can't learn how to farm again it's just we don't want to and then at the same time some of us ain't brave enough to go to war some of us ain't brave to go to war some of us are fucking we're we're, a couple years ago we're preaching uh, uh gun reform some of us ain't even gun owned Now I'm not saying you have to go out and be and and, and and have and and buy a gun and have a whole arsenal of guns. You don't need a whole arsenal of guns. You do need to arm your house. You need to protect your family and yourself. But if you're not a gun person, by all means just, you know, arm yourself with the Bible, the words of the God, if that's what it comes down to. But I'm a firm believer in gun ownership. Even if you don't plan on using it, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. You know, we got a bunch of gang members that's willing to go to war. Some of them, not all of them. Some of you niggas ain't. Some of you niggas ain't willing to go to war. Some of you niggas can't even go to jail. That's why so many statements up in that fucking precinct. Like, y'all motherfuckers jump into the streets Y'all jump into that life But at the same time, y'all not willing to de- deal with the repercussions of that life And it's the same with the black struggle We preach all this rah, rah, rah shit It's time to go to war It's time to start the revolution But that revolution shit should not be romanticized Because that, that, that's, that's how we can get annihilated Like, we, we can be quickly exterminated if we go that route I don't want to put our people in that, so I don't romanticize revolution. Because I understand the, the conditions we're under. I understand where we are presently. There is a lot of shit that goes into planning a revolution in a war. So please, black folks, stop with that revolution. We are nowhere near that right now. Number one, we have no allies. Ain't no war been won without allies. So we gotta figure out who our allies is. I'm bringing the full circle again, figuring out who your allies is. Just because they down at the march with you doesn't mean that they your allies. Like I said on my post, if you're not following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me. It's T Rich, that's it's underscore T, with two E's underscore Rich. On Instagram and Twitter. You know, I, I said that, you know, be, be mindful of, of these people at these marches because they may look like your ally, but when everything is over, y'all got to go back to your own reality. And his ally, I mean, his, his, uh, his reality, you know, the reality of your ally is very different from yours. They go back to a different home, a different set of circumstances. Some of them go back to a privilege that you will never be able to to uh, experience. So, yeah, just, you know, we got to understand where we're at and we got to understand our potential. We have buying power, we have numbers. I mean, we don't have massive numbers, but we got enough. We got enough to even separate ourselves and start our own nation within this establishment. We have enough to have our own medical systems, educational systems. We have enough to have our own banks. We, shit, we could actually start our own political I was talking to Damien, my boy Damien, my boy Boomer. He, uh, he, was, he was on live and we was just talking about some shit and he was thinking like, you know, maybe we should just start going and, and voting, seeing seeing what we could accomplish by just voting locally. You know? Or maybe we could start our own political group. We could have our own political party because you know this this mainstream shit you know i feel like the way we be voting we vote out of fear we vote out of loyalty to the democratic party now we voting because we just tired of seeing fucking trump and he, as y'all can see this motherfucker he just showed his ass for the last 4 years he done flex so fucking hard. That's why I don't give Obama passes. I know y'all not gonna like hearing that, but I don't give Obama passes at all. Yeah, he talks well, he smiles nice. He has a great woman on the side of him, but we I don't I don't give you passes. You had eight years to do something. You could have gave us one thing. We would have been happy with just one or two things, Barack. You could have gave us something bro. For 8 years bro, 8 years You didn't give us nothing exclusive Oh uh, uh, I, I, I got I got Obamacare I benefited from Obamacare Okay but That wasn't exclusive to us Everybody got the benefit from that But he, he got Osama Okay Osama is one dude one dude. When, o- when Osama dies, it's gonna be another Osama with a different name popping up from anywhere else in the world. That's part of his job. You don't get no extra props for doing your job. You're supposed to go out and assassinate the the, the problems in the world. So, you know, that that's the thing. We we have to figure out what we want to achieve. We have to figure out our own agendas if we're gonna go out and vote. We gotta ask for something for our vote. Stop putting your blind faith in a politician. Don't think that Biden or Hillary or Bernie is going to give us something exclusive when well, we don't ask for nothing exclusive. We gotta ask for something. And we gotta demand something for our vote. We have to tell them, well, if you want me to vote for you, motherfucker, we need to know what you're gonna get. Stop trying to sweet talk us and tease us with a good tone. If we if we're gonna attack the polls. I'm not trying to lose y'all on this, but I you know, I, I honestly feel like we can have our own political party. And, you know, it might not be achievable right now, but maybe in four or eight years, we can have our own political party. That we start from the grassroots, that we can build up for us, exclusively for us.
1: I'm with that. But if y'all want
0: to, like I said, if if we're gonna attack the polls with what we got right now, if we want to use our spending power and pull our money and buy politics, I'm with all of that. I'm with whatever is gonna advance us forward. And then at the same time, I'm also with nation building too. I want us to, if we have to, separate. We could take our spending power and we can go elsewhere. There's countries in Africa that got plenty of land. We could build an infrastructure over there. Learn different languages. Start growing fruit again. We can do all that. We still got time. We got to stop being selfish too. We got to stop thinking just for us like this nation that we decide to build, if we gonna do that, we gotta stop thinking that we gonna be alive to see it flourish, because we probably not gonna be alive to see it flourish. We gotta start thinking, you know, about the future generations, because they gonna be the ones that have to help build it too. They say Rome wasn't built overnight. America definitely wasn't built overnight. We was building that shit before they even claimed they independent. America ain't even 300 years old yet Already showing signs of weakness So uh, While you trying to Get get in on this American dream You gotta understand Like this shit ain't really What you think it is <laughs> And I get it You wanna die with something But we gotta stop thinking about us It, it can't just be on us We gotta start working For, for the things that we want we got to stop wishing. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. So, let me see, man. I don't, I don't want to talk y'all here off. Man, I said I'd keep it short. My bad, y'all. We had 41 minutes here. So. I'm going to just go ahead and just wrap it up. I hope I was able to, you know, hit on some things. And, you know, maybe I, hopefully I made some sense to you. Hopefully I brought you some new ideas. Hopefully I got you to look at this another way, too. Um, because you know, we all kind of feel hopeless certain at certain times. I know I do, but I know you know God is, is is never giving up on me and I know that He doesn't give up on me and the people around me, the people I love. So, <clears throat> you know, y'all, y'all I want y'all to just go out and plan. I want y'all to educate yourselves, which is what I'm gonna do as well. And I want us to love each other and you know acknowledge each other you know we, we, we live in a very diverse especially here in LA I live in a very diverse city and you know sometimes I find myself like not even acknowledging my brothers who are my same color I know that's wrong to do but you know sometimes it happens and, and I'm working on that y'all. I'm working on it we got to do better we got to increase this brotherhood we got to increase sisterhood. so yeah y'all um Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned in, man. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna work on getting these things regular, and I'm gonna work on keeping them short. I know I go on, I ramble, but you know, I you know, it's, I, I always try and keep it good. I always try and keep it positive. I try to keep it informative. So, uh, y'all make sure y'all join me on the next one. Make sure y'all uh, you know tell people about this shit. Tell people about the unpopular dominion. Tell people about being tough, crowd, Cliff's Nose Radio. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, I'll be looking forward to doing the next one Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned man. And tell me how y'all feel about this Give me feedback bro. I don't know shit Unless y'all tell me Alright Stay blessed Stay honest Stay optimistic y'all One love